0: Hey, 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 everybody. It's Katie from Blessed Mom Podcast. I am back from my travels to um, Michigan and then to Ohio. And now I am here podcasting away. Um, I was going to record this on Monday. And as soon as I sat down, I had made all my notes. I sat down. I was ready to go. My child started crying because he had woken up from his nap. So... There was no podcasting that day. The only reason this is happening right now is because my son is already in bed and my daughter is being put to bed by my mother. So at least I'm getting this in because I really just want to go to bed. I am exhausted. These last couple weeks before school starts are killing me and we start super early. We start on August 13th and um, a lot of schools don't go back till much later and I'm just like... One is starting, because I am exhausted, and we have company coming. Um, My in-laws are coming next week, so maybe I'll get a little extra sleep while they're here. But um, then I have some more company coming, and we're going to probably have a good time and stay up too late talking, so I'll be exhausted after they leave. Anyway, so school is coming, thank goodness. Um, It's kind of bittersweet, though, because I like... um, I like the summer. I like hanging out. I like when people have more fluid schedules and you can hang out outside and have barbecues and all that fun stuff. And it just seems like everybody is more relaxed and go with the flow during the summer. During the school year, you got sports, you got all kinds of stuff. And so it just seems like it's faster paced and there's not enough time for anything. Anyway, so this week, I'm also, I'm going to go over some things that I saw on Facebook as usual, but um, I saw right before I sat down to do this podcast the first time, I um, saw on Facebook that there was an article about Netflix's hinting at making another Gilmore Girls revival, not just the first one, a second one now if you have not watched the Gilmore Girls revival series on Netflix, you need to close your ears now because this is your spoiler alert. If there is another Gilmore Girls thing, first of all, it better be Logan's baby and they better get married and they should live in harmony for the rest of forever because amazing because I love Logan. I know that is an unpopular opinion. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I don't care because Logan Huntsberger loves Rory Gilmore. He does. He loves her a whole lot. So, even though he's kind of a jerk because he's now cheating on his fiance with Rory while he lives in, like, England or something. I don't know. But still... He needs to commit to royalty and they need to make beautiful babies and raise a family together. Also, they may better make sure that Luke and Lo- Lorelai stay together. Nothing should run- ruin that again. We're not doing like a sex in the city movie where it was like the perfect ending to the sex in the city franchise. And then all of a sudden they make sex in the city too. And that was a terrible, terrible idea. All right. And spoilers. That's my feelings about Gilmore girls. um, So another thing I saw online was there was this article I read about, it was called Motherhood in the Age of Fear, and it's about um, kind of being harassed into watching your kids every second of every day these days. Like, we can't let them go outside, we can't leave them in a car. Um, And one of the things that I was reading is this mom had left her in the car for like not that long. Well, then she gets arrested. It wasn't cold. It wasn't, or it wasn't hot. It wasn't too cold. The windows were down. She ran in for a second. She gets arrested. Um, the kid's like seven years old. Um, but another one, and, and she had, she had her son taking away from her for a time, and she's a completely great mother. Um, there was another woman who she left her kids in the car, and they were completely safe, and, um, the, a police officer came over and she's like, well, she was an attorney and she said, you know, it's my right to, um, there's no law against leaving my children in the car in the state of Illinois. And so she, um, didn't have any charges brought against her, but the other woman that left her kids in the car and was arrested and all that business, um, she, or maybe, maybe she didn't get her kid taken away. Maybe it was a different one, but the lady that wrote the article, she got a hundred hours of community service for leaving her kids in the car. Thankfully, she didn't have any jail time and they didn't take her kids away. But, um, I think it's easy to kind of judge people on leaving their kids in the car or letting them play outside unattended. Um, well, I mean, it's easy to judge any mom. It's easy to judge anything, but it's easy to, um, Judge when you either only have one kid or you are just a brand new mom or you, I mean, like, it's easy to judge from any circumstance. And at first, when I was living on the border of Mexico down in Texas, um, I wouldn't even dream of leaving my child in the car. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Now, after that, I moved to a tiny, small town in rural Illinois, and um, I wouldn't, I've left my son in the car when I've run into a quick place or whatever, um, or my daughter, but there are either people watching them, or I'm running in for a hot minute, like, it's not even that big of a deal, Um, but I think, I think, our society has taken away from the, we need to uh, base things on a situational basis. Because what is worse? And I'm not saying I'm even on, on board completely with, I don't think it should be okay for you to leave your kid in the car all the time. I don't think, I don't think, maybe it isn't okay at all. I don't, I don't really know where I stand on it. Because on one hand, I'm like, I really don't want to take my infant in to the gas station for a second so I can grab my receipt in this tiny town where there's nobody around and they'll probably be fine, Um, and I don't want to take them out of the car into a blizzard while I just run in for, like, literally 30 seconds. I don't know. I don't know where I stand on it. Um, And uh, I think, but I think we've lost the whole what's right in a situation, I think we've lost situational judgment when it comes to kids. Like, now we can't let them play outside. Well, we used to play outside all the time. We used to ride our bikes up and down the street. What's different? What is different? Are we going to, is the, is it a higher risk of of our kids getting kidnapped than it was us getting kidnapped? It probably depends on what kind of neighborhood you live in. However, it can probably happen in any neighborhood. That Your kids get kidnapped or anything like that. So it's like, well, what risk do you take? Because I um, live in a small, small town. My backyard is pretty closed in. Um, and my daughter went to go outside to play the other day and I'm standing in the kitchen. I'm like, well, your brother's asleep. Or another thing was her brother has been sick this week and I don't want to take him out in the heat. Do I let her play outside where I could see out the window, but for a second I might have to turn my back and get her brother down off of something he climbed on? And then what if somebody finds out that my son was in the backyard playing alone? Am I going to get shamed for it? Am I going to get arrested for it? Like, what is it? Where is, where is the line? Where is the line anymore? Because can we let our kids play in a fenced-in backyard? What if it's not fenced-in, but we live in a small community? What if we know that our neighbors are watching out for our kids? But then what if some stranger comes driving through the small town? You know, you never know what's going to happen. But do we just live in fear? Do we just keep them in the house and we watch them every second of every day? Or do we send them out in pairs? Or what what do we do? Because I read this article and I'm like... Torn on where to stand. I I don't know where to stand on it. I don't know if we're being too cautious, but you can never be too cautious with your children because you don't, you know they're they're irreplaceable. So I just I I didn't know how to fall on it, and I do feel like we're almost being pressured to helicopter our kids a little bit too much these days, but. Um, anyway, it's it's one of those things. It's one of those things where you're like, how much of a leash do I give them? And I think I think a lot of it has to be situational. I think you have to consider your situation um, and go from there. But I think it's a very easy place for us to judge other parents. I think it's a very Um, easy place for us to be judged as parents. And so um, it's just some food for thought and something that I've noticed these days. Um, But it's easy to judge because we have social media too. So every single day we're comparing our kids to the people's kids who we see their picture under our kids in the feed. You know, how many comments do they have? How many comments do I have? You know, that person didn't comment that my kid was cute. They commented that their comment, their child was cute. Um, if we sit there and look at it all day and think these things, we're going to become completely insane. Um mom, motherhood isn't, being a mom is not a competition. And it's something that I know I struggle with every day. I always am like trying to prove myself. And I wrote an article, or I wrote a blog post about this for the St. Louis blogs, mom, mom, blah, 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 blogs, mom, (laughs) mom's blog. And I'm just, you know, I can, I constantly compare myself to other moms and I compare myself to other people. It's been a comparison game. I think since I was, you know, in middle school, um, and so I think it's, social media definitely makes that worse. And I think that part of, um, our issues today in society, I mean, social media is fantastic. I love being able to keep up with people. I mean, I'm on it all the time, and I use it to promote my podcast. I use it to promote my blog. I use it for to, um, you know, for a lot of really good things. People, People get to see my kids that never get to see my kids because we don't live close to them. So social media is fantastic, don't get me wrong. But it does have some poor side effects in which the judgment factor comes in you know, the comparison card gets played. And I think um, we have to be really careful with that. So my switching gears to something a little bit lighter and fun. My husband and I went to a wedding this weekend and um, we went to the reception and my mom watched the kids. And so we're talking to everybody and they're like, who's watching the kids? And they're like, I'm like my mom, they're like, Ooh, night out. So... You know, you go to a wedding and when you're young, you're like, oh man, I'm going to stay out and we're going to have fun and we're going to have some alcoholic beverages and we're going to dance like crazy and it is going to be a fantastic time. So these things did happen. I am 21. I am of age to have an alcoholic beverage. I had one and a half alcoholic beverages. They were weak. They weren't too strong. Um, And I danced like a fiend. All night long and I woke up the next morning like I was dead like death death warmed over people like the worst death warmed over I I didn't even have enough energy to put on makeup which made me look even worse I seriously had I was not drunk at all but I felt like death (laughs) and All my whole body hurt from dancing and this just and I got home before midnight before midnight and I was so tired the whole day to the point where I didn't want to socialize. If you know me you know that this is such a strange strange thing if I don't want to socialize like I must be so tired that I need to nap for three days and let me tell you it is Wednesday and I am still tired. Like, man, weddings will get you. They are fun, but they're kind of emotional, too. It kind of takes it out of, it out of you because, you know, you see the bride. There's all this love. The parents are giving them away. How sad, but how beautiful. And then you go and have, like, a great time, and you dance, and, and you eat. and you... This, this wedding even had a donut wall. Yeah. It had, like, a pegboard with donuts hanging on the peg or on the... Yeah, pegs, I guess that would be. And, ooh, delicious. I love delicious donuts. However, jumping up and down, dancing, and then going to get yourself a donut doesn't really sit well in the stomach. I'm just saying. So, basically, going out after having kids is kind of ruined because if you stay out, like, past 10, you're like, oh my gosh, it is so late However, at home, I am a super night owl. I'm like, all right, let's get this done and this done and this done and this done. And I could stay up until 2 in the morning doing whatever. But if I am out and doing something, I'm like, man, it is late. What are we going to do? We need to go home and go to bed. I just, you know, you become these like old people. I think when you're out too, you realize like just how much you took advantage of time before you had children. You're like, man, we have all this time. What are we going to do? We could accomplish so much with no one hanging on us or no one saying, I need a snack or where are my shoes? Oh, snack. I rue the day. I rue the day my children learned, well, my, one, my son doesn't know the word snack, but my daughter knows the word snack. And I rue that day. I rue the day she learned the word snack because snack is the worst. It's the worst. I need a snack, I need a snack, I need a snack, I need a snack, all day long, and then she doesn't eat her meals, so today I told her she couldn't have a snack because I didn't want her to ruin her dinner, and guess what, I was the worst, and there was crying and screaming, and is it even worth it to tell her she can't have a snack, but then we're going to sit at the table, and she's going to cry and scream because she doesn't want her dinner. (sighs) Mother hurt is hard, it is not for the faint of heart, anyway back to the snack thing. Recently, I put together a a little shoebox size plastic container of approved snacks where my daughter can access them, and she can get a snack. So now, I say, okay, if you want a snack, you have to go visit the snack bin, because they're like peanut butter crackers, um, some fruit snacks, uh, goldfish, pretzel crisps, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, really excited about that because now I don't have to get up. I can just be like, go get something from the snack bin. So that was really exciting because, um, I hate getting up to get snacks. And then she's like, I need a drink. Well, then I have to help her. Speaking of food, I was just now looking on Facebook and a Chick-fil-A, I don't even know where the Chick-fil-A was that posted this, um, Bloomington, So I'm guessing it was Bloomington, Indiana, or maybe Illinois. Who knows? But anyway, Chick-fil-A in Bloomington posted a video of how when it was raining, they went to get people out of their cars with umbrellas and help bring them in. Like, can you imagine if it's like pouring down rain and your kid is sitting in the backseat like, I chick fil and if it's my kid she's hangry because and I'm also hangry so like it's pouring down rain and now I got to get all the kids unbuckled and And get them out of the car and I know it's gonna be tough and then we're gonna get inside it's gonna be freezing because of the air conditioning but it's gonna be cold and then I see like a beacon of hope coming from the restaurant a man with an umbrella ready to get my family out of the car that right there is customer service people this is why chick-fil-a is the best now okay everybody knows I love Chick-fil-A and it's almost gotten to a point where it's comical like people like tag me and Chick-fil-A stuff because they know that I love Chick-fil-A and I really do love Chick-fil-A I like a lot of other places too but Chick-fil-A is um just they have such good customer service and I do love their spicy chicken sandwich a whole lot and waffle fries and Chick-fil-A sauce um but they have um My daughter likes them, too, so that's good. And I get free stuff from their app, so that's always fun, too. Um, So it's kind of become comical. But Chick-fil-A has, like, lots and lots of perks. The next perk that I want them to come up with is they come to your car and they, like, stand with your kid while you run in to go to the bathroom. Because going to the bathroom with your children is so gross because you're just, you're going to the bathroom in public, of course, even, even when you're at home, it's still gross. But, um, when you're in public, they're like touching everything in the bathroom and you're just sitting there like, oh my gosh, just don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. And you're like trying to go to the bathroom as fast as you can. And you know, cause you know, once you've had children, when you have to go, you have to go. It's not like you can wait until you get home. No, there is no bladder strength anymore. Absolutely not. So you have to go when you have to go. And I would love it if I could just pull in and they'd be like, how can I help you? And I'm like, or they could put it on the app. I'll check in. They can bring me my food. Because you can do this thing where you check in and they just bring you your food to you um, at the at a spot, a parking spot. There you go. There are the words, Katie. At a parking sp- Or you can actually check in and go through the drive-thru and get your food as well. But you can check in. And they could bring out my food and I'd be like, hold on, can I just use the restroom real quick? Because it's so much easier to use the restroom when your kids are strapped in somewhere and you can just run in, go to the bathroom, and run out. No, because going to the bathroom in public is crazy. So that is my next, like, suggestion to Chick-fil-A for their next perk. Because they have all kinds of perks, which are amazing. Um, But that's my next perk. And maybe... I said that already before in a previous podcast. I hope not. But if I did, I'm sorry. Anyway, so for my last thing today, um, I have been um, looking on Pinterest a lot because I'm looking at decorating my living room. And I actually have a lovely lady um, that is connected to our church. Um, through her family, that is helping me design my house, which is really sweet because I have no like concept of how to design a living room or any kind of interior design. So she's helping me and she's awesome and her name is Jan. Anyway, um, so I've been looking on Facebook a lot and I've been looking at signs and different stuff and um, I saw this sign on Pinterest and it said marriage colon sleepover with your, or lifetime sleepover with with your favorite weirdo, which I think is the perfect way to explain marriage because it is. It's like sleepovers are fun. You love sleepovers. So your life is fun and it's a lifelong thing. And they're your favorite weirdo because I think, I think a lot of the time you're like, who is this weirdo that I live with that I love dearly? But how did this happen? How did you become so weird? Because you don't think of them like that, I think, until you get married. And I know that my husband probably thinks that about me all the time in a very loving and endearing way, I'm sure. But um, I saw that and I thought it was really cute and I wanted to share with you all. Anyway, that is all for this episode and I hope to get another episode going next week. Um, Hopefully, if not next week, definitely when my friends are here from Texas because I want to get them in on my podcast. Um, So I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I hope to hear from you again soon.